Welcome to the Elopement Podcast, the first ever wedding planning podcast dedicated entirely to couples who are ditching tradition and instead choosing what speaks to them most. I'm Ruth Ann Z, an intimate wedding and elopement photographer, and I eloped too. So trust me, I get it. This podcast exists to serve you in a season that not many others can understand. From planning advice, tips, and tricks, to candid conversations with couples, vendors, and even my husband, I'm here for you. I can't wait to help you plan the most kick-ass day of your life. So, let's go. Hey there. Happy New Year. Welcome to the Elopement Podcast. My name is Ruth Ann Z. I'm your host. Uh, today's episode is brought to you from a very rainy, slushy, trekky California. I'm sitting in my teeny tiny living room in my tiny house. Um, and I'm ready to kind of catch you guys up on everything that has been going on behind the scenes as far as the elopement podcast goes um, and my personal business and and what you can expect in coming months. Uh you know, to be seen from this podcast and the resources that I am striving to make available for you. So welcome. Thanks for being here. I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that because you're here, you're looking to either elope, you're thinking about eloping, you're trying to get somebody on board with you eloping, or maybe you're a vendor who is looking to pivot into elopements or serve your eloping couples better, and you just want some additional perspective from people who might do things differently than you. So whoever you are, why ever, (laughs) for whatever reason, and you're here. I clearly can't talk this morning. Um, welcome, and I'm happy to have you. Um, I hope you find this podcast informational and full of resources um, and that it inspires and empowers you no matter what your purpose in listening is. So um, just to give you a little bit of a background on who I am and why I speak on elopements and why I feel so passionately about them, in 2017, I eloped on top of a mountain overlooking Truckee and Lake Tahoe, which is where I was born and raised with the love of my life. Um, it was an incredible experience. We were surrounded at sunrise by 13 of our closest family members, and uh, we really left that experience feeling empowered, excited, inspired, and ready to tackle the rest of our lives with the same sort of enthusiasm and um gumption and adventure that we infused into our wedding day. And walking away from that experience, I realized and was struck by how few vendors in my region actually understood what it meant to elope and what was possible from eloping. Um, and I had firsthand experience with that in in that season of, you know, trying to find people that kind of got what I was looking to accomplish in our wedding day um, and struggled to, to find people that were on the same page with me. So after my elopement, I completely shifted my existing photography business into one that served eloping couples exclusively. Um, and it was one of the greatest decisions I have ever made. It's been incredibly fulfilling. I've learned a ton about myself. I've learned a ton about marriage, about love, about life. Life, about humans and why we do what we do and motivation um, and just been really fulfilled by empowering and inspiring other people to kind of ditch the expectation and tradition and do what makes sense and what means more to them than a traditional wedding might. So um, just to give you some additional background on what eloping is, um, eloping is this concept that's been around for a very long time. If you go way back in history, we know that not everybody could afford to have a you know lavish and extravagant wedding. Weddings were kind of reserved for um, the wealthy, the uh, royals, that sort of, you know, 
class of humanity. Um, and there definitely were celebrations, uh, you know, in lower classes, but they were not as extravagant. It was all about community and the focus was about gathering and well-wishing uh, the couple into the rest of their lives. Fast forward to modern day America, weddings are something completely different now. They are often the manifestation of status, um, which is still true to how it was back in the day, Um, but they're more attainable for everybody. It's not really like a who can and can't do this. Um, And oftentimes the focus on weddings is placed from either your parents or your grandparents or, you know, older generations. And there's a lot of pressure to gather people because um, of whatever reason. There's lots of different reasons that people have big traditional weddings. And I want to make it super clear. I'm not anti-traditional weddings. I'm not anti-big weddings. Um, I just don't believe that anybody should be coerced or pressured into doing something that doesn't speak to them. And as somebody who was not excited about a traditional wedding, um, I know that I'm not the only one because I have firsthand experience with not only myself, but a multitude of couples that I work with on a regular basis who are like, yep, it's just not for us. We want something more intimate. Um, So So I don't want to discount the fact that there are folks that have, you know, larger weddings because of cultural reasons, because of religious reasons, because they just really enjoy the community and party and they have a really giant group of friends. That wasn't me. It didn't resonate with me. And if you fall into that boat, that's totally okay too. So eloping is kind of something that, um, you know, was born out of a necessity to be married. Um, And if you ask anybody over the age of like 60, they'll tell you that back in their day, uh, folks eloped because somebody was pregnant or because there was disapproval or, you know, they were running away and disregarding parents' orders or you were trying to get an American citizenship or, you know, whatever reason. Courthouse weddings and elopements are nothing new um, on the scene. But in the wake of COVID-19, we have seen a huge increase of people wanting to elope and simplify their wedding day, spend less money, have more of an intentional experience, downsize their guest list, whatever the reason may be. Um, eloping is on the rise. And in 2020, I think the elopement industry as a whole, I don't have hard and fast facts on this, um, but the elopement industry as a whole boomed. And I know that from my personal experience, my inbox, the amount of inquiries I had to turn down, the amount of inquiries my friends and colleagues received, and the amount of inquiries they couldn't take. Um, And there were so many people looking to keep their dates um, or who were just ready to be married and didn't want to cancel and postpone. And there was just a myriad of reasons that people chose to elope that looked different than they have in the past. And I, for one, am totally here for it. I'm super pumped on it. Um, And I'm excited that you're possibly looking at that option as well. So congrats. You're making a good choice. Um, So I just want to kind of, um, I guess I'm kind of bouncing around in my notes right now, but um, I personally am an elopement photographer and planner. I live here in Lake Tahoe. That's where born and raised. That's where I got married. This is kind of my market. Um, But I have reached with this podcast a lot of people who have questions about eloping. And, um, you know, in early 2020, I wasn't sure what it was going to look like. Obviously, my livelihood was at stake, as was the rest of the world's. Um, And I really didn't know how to speak on elopements because while I had all this free time to possibly accomplish a lot of content creation and 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 resources that would help people, I wasn't quite sure what 
to say because I didn't really know what it was going to look like. I've never lived through a pandemic. Um, A global shutdown is super unprecedented. Never saw that coming. So as far as, you know, why this podcast has been super quiet, it's because I didn't want to offer advice that might not actually be helpful um, or that, you know, might change and evolve. And I wanted to actually have some experience. Then when I started to kind of get the hang of what it might look like moving forward to elope in a global pandemic and with all of the things going on in the world, my season took off and uh, I had a slight feeling that this would happen in the beginning of 2020 and, you know, early shutdown. Um, But all of a sudden, my inbox was full of folks wanting to elope. And last year, I shot 26 elopements. 18 of those were in a three-month time span um, for couples who, of those 18, 15 of them booked me within two months of their elopement date. So lots of last-minute planning, lots of last-minute, um, you know, change of of, of ideals and expectations. Um, and we had a lot of work to do to bring all of those wedding days together. But I'm happy to say we did it. 26 couples got married last year. Uh, 20 of them were within the middle of a pandemic. And that's pretty freaking cool. Um, and so I kind of have been sitting and, and having some patience in, you know, putting out content because I knew there was going to be a lot of growth and um just lessons learned throughout that experience. And I was totally right. Um, It was quite the season. And there were a lot of things that I didn't know before that I do know now. So um, with that, I'm really excited to share with you that after being really quiet on this podcast and not really sure of the direction that I wanted to take it and the resources I felt were prudent to offer, um, I am officially launching a elopement planning 101 eight-week series here on the podcast. Um, so this is just information that I have gained over the years. I've been an elopement photographer for three and a half years now. Um, and obviously I've learned a lot of stuff pre-pandemic, but now post-pandemic and mid-pandemic, um, there's a lot more information that I have to offer you that I think will prove to be helpful even when things kind of settle down and go back to normal. And uh, I'm going to condense a vast majority of that information into an eight-week series uh, all about how to plan your elopement and give you the tools to, you know, tackle this yourself. Um, Because while eloping is definitely simpler than planning a big traditional wedding, there's no table arrangements and seating charts and centerpieces and anything like that. Um, But there's a little bit of unknown that goes with it. And there's a lack of boundaries and guidance and guidelines that, you know, our social norms adhere to. And uh, a lot of people find themselves with questions. So I'm here to answer them, hopefully give you some super solid advice in moving forward and planning Uh, your amazing elopement, and I can't wait to share that. So really quick, um, I just want to give you a overview of what you can expect over the next eight weeks, the content that I'm going to be putting out. There will be a handful of bonus episodes in between these um, weekly episodes, but the core of this Uh, The core of this next eight weeks is going to be focused on planning your elopement and giving you the tools to have a wedding day full of heart and soul, intentionality, um, authenticity, and hopefully some adventure. So week one, we're going to be talking all about picking your date, season, and location. Obviously, you know, right now with a shutdown and a virus and this pandemic, 
there's a little bit of a different perspective that you have to take on choosing your elopement location. You want to make sure that whatever you choose is not going to be something that you can't access should you not be able to get on an airplane or that, um, you know, your vendor pool is going to be really solid where you choose to get married because uh, adding in the variable of flying vendors in, such as your photographer or videographer, can get really tricky really quickly. And that's totally a risk that, you know, you have to decide if you want to take. But um, the first episode that we're going to be going over is just picking your date, your season, um, and your location and how to kind of mash all of those together to create the perfect uh, baseline for your elopement. Uh, The second week, we're going to be covering how to pick your vendors and build the epic dream team for your elopement day. This is probably going to be the most important episode of the entire series because who is there on your wedding day and on your elopement day and the people who are your support group, um, they really matter. Whether it's just the two of you plus your vendors or your family members, your vendors, and yourselves, uh, it doesn't really matter. These are people who are going to be present throughout the entire day with you um, for the most part, at least your photographer, your videographer. If you have a private chef, you're going to be spending a couple hours with a hair and makeup artist if that's something you choose. So these vendors need to be people that really have your back and, um, you know, align with what you're looking to accomplish. So picking those vendors are super, super crucial, and I cannot wait for this specific episode. I, we're going to have a bonus episode in there with my good friend, Samantha Starnes. She is also an elopement photographer up in Oregon and specializes in the Oregon coast, Utah, Alaska, uh, Scotland, like she literally goes all over. She's amazing. But she wrote a book this year, past year, um, all about how to elope your life. And we're going to talk about what that means and interview her. And uh, I think you guys will find that to be super inspiring. So that's going to be sprinkled in there somewhere. Week three, everything you need to know about hiring a videographer. I'm going to chat with a videographer friend of mine and let you guys know what you need to look for um, when it comes to hiring a videographer. A lot of people don't prioritize it and kind of let that fall uh, to the wayside and then maybe hire somebody that isn't as experienced or is, um, you know, more budget friendly uh, and end up regretting it in the end. So we're going to talk about how to find a good videographer, what you're need, you're going to need to look for, um, and the perks of having a videographer and the things that, you know, maybe aren't as important in having a videographer because not everybody has as much value in that. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, week four is going to be all about traditions, what to keep, what to toss, how to make new ones, and everything that goes along with that. So a, a big question that I get often all about eloping is how do we decide what traditions to keep? Do we have a cake? Do we have a champagne toast? Do we have a first dance? What do like? What does this look like? The answer is it looks like whatever you want it to. So we're going to talk about how to break down those traditions and those expectations, how to identify which ones are important to you, which ones you resonate with with um, and things that you could do that could be new traditions that you start in your family and uh, for generations to come. So that's going to be a really fun episode as well. Week five, we're going to be talking about creating a meaningful ceremony with my really good friend, Meredith Richmond. I do most of my elopement ceremonies here with her. She's phenomenal um, and creates a ceremony space like none other. And uh, I'm going to be able to interview her and have a really awesome conversation with her about how to create a meaningful ceremony, whether you're working with her, whether you're working with a a friend or family member, or whether you've hired somebody else, but you want to ensure that their process aligns with your expectations. So that episode, I mean, all of these are going to be phenomenal and I think will be super helpful, but also definitely excited about that one. Um, week six is going to be how to create a kick-ass timeline. This is going to be super beneficial and helpful to photographers and couples alike. Um, 
making sure that your timeline is solid and that it allows for emergencies, errors, discrepancies, um, chill time, accommodating, you know, family members and just all of the details that go into creating a timeline are way more than I think people anticipate. It's not just writing out some numbers and deciphering, um, you know, how much time it's going to take to do what. It's really knowing what you want to accomplish in the time frame that we are establishing and allotting for something and understanding that, you know, more intentionality and authenticity can be experienced in certain scenarios than others. So knowing where to prioritize your time, where to place your time, um, and how to build a timeline that allows for the most open and authentic experience possible is a skill that I think every vendor should have, every photographer and videographer should have, as well as something that I would love to pass on to couples that are kind of doing more of the legwork themselves. So also, great episode. Like I said, not a bad one in here. Week seven, we're going to be covering how to hike on your elopement day, what to expect, and how to prepare. A lot of couples come to the mountains or, um, you know, more intense terrain than where they live, and there's a lot of questions and unknowns that go with that. So as somebody who backpacks, I was born and raised in the mountains, and I'm married to an actual mountain guide, um, I'm really excited to kind of talk about this specific um, subject to give you some insight as to what you need to know, um, you know, from elevation to, you know, if you need to bring snacks, footwear, all of that good stuff. So that's going to be a um, super informative episode for those of you who are looking to elope in a mountainous destination. Um, And then week eight is going to just be kind of a little bit of a recap, answering any questions that might have come up over the past um, seven weeks, and then finishing everything off with an elopement day checklist. So making sure that you have everything that you need on your on your day of all the things that you know could come up as possible hiccups or issues um, and how to be prepared for those and then the, just the general things like I have had couples in my early days uh, where we get to the ceremony and we don't have the rings because we totally forgot to make sure that those were there so we're going to cover all of the things that you need to you know make sure that you have an elopement day checklist there will be a free printable that goes with that so that you guys can print that out and have that to um, you know stick in your binder and be like this is what we need do we have everything make sure everything is packed and ready to go so um yeah that's that's it. We've got an epic uh, queue of episodes coming up. I'm really, really, really excited to share all of this with you. Again, um, the quietness that has existed over here at the Elopement Podcast definitely was not ideal or even so much intentional as it was necessary because I wanted to ensure that the content I gave you and the information that I supply uh, eloping couples with is actually helpful and not just a bunch of noise that you're like, okay, cool, everybody says that. So I'm really excited to share this with you guys. I think it'll be super helpful. If you have any questions that you'd like me to cover, um, please let me know. I'm happy to do, you know, one-off episodes. And again, there's going to be some bonus content in there. Um, I'm hoping to have a conversation with my mom about managing family expectations and navigating um, the dynamics there. We had a really positive experience for the most part in deciding to elope and, and, you know, how that went with our family members. Um, But I know that's not the case for a lot of people. So I'm hoping to get that in there as well. Um, And then following this course, we're definitely going to be diving into other one-off topics. But I feel like these are some of the most commonly asked questions. So with that, thank you for tuning in. Keep your eyes peeled. Uh, Make sure you subscribe. Rate the podcast five stars. It's good for the algorithm. And uh, let me know if anything comes up that you want us to cover. But until then, I will see you guys next time. 
Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you have a spare second, go ahead and leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me. And of course, if you have any questions about today's podcast episode or would like to request a topic, you can email me at theelopementpodcast at gmail.com.